It's like playing Madden, like, but in Madden. Wingstop, 20-piece. See, he drums only. This team on flats. Stafford's been the best quarterback I've played with. Um, the guy can flat out play. Man, I can always do work, bro. I can always do work. Y'all know what I am. Round six, pick 200. I can always get work. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Backdridge Podcast. Unfortunately, for the second time in three weeks, Adam Klepp, a.k.a. Jack, a.k.a. The Creator. A.k.a. Tudelo. A.k.a. Some know him as Tudelo. Others know him as Two Bills. Others know him as the CEO. The CEO of the back judge, the man we love and adore. Um, unfortunately, but actually fortunately, let's talk for just a second about that man, Klepp, um, out in Durham, North Carolina, if I'm not mistaken, uh, is where the Duke Blue Devils in, in, in Cameron Indoor Stadium is located. The Duke Blue Devils men's basketball team taking on the Louisville Cardinals tonight, which is an absolute, I'm sure there were uh, some young folks camping in Krzyzewskiville for quite a long time for this game. A couple of ranked teams going at it. And Klepp is just, that boy just a few rows up. And Cameron Indoor, going to be going crazy tonight with the Cameron Crazies. So be, be sure to tune in and, and, and maybe see if you can catch that CEO on TV. Um, but nonetheless, in more important news, uh, to be, to be uh, quite honest, there are three football games left. In, uh, in this wonderful season we've had. Um, and then we're, we're putting, putting our feet up and we're watching hockey for a few months. Draft um, season, of course. Dra- obviously draft season, that goes without saying, but we're gonna, in terms of the product on the field, yeah. we're not going to be seeing anything uh, until, until August. So, and speaking of hockey, we're going to have to revisit our, our preview yeah, with, we, with our father at some point. Uh, the All-Star break's coming up. Yeah. So to any of our the Back Judge fans out there that enjoy our hockey content, our, our you know premier hockey content that we just – Debuted back in October. We got a follow-up episode. Coming. We do. I had some great takes and I had some not so great takes. We so all I'm did. interested. We I'm all interested did. to go in. I'm interested to go in on that and uh, and exploit the takes. But right now, let's let's focus on football. Um, the AFC and NFC championships are this weekend. Um, I'll speak for myself in saying that I had a real great beat on the wild card round, and the exact opposite happened to me last week. I. I I think I went one for four. Um, completely was wrong on a lot of those games. So it's been it's been a fun playoffs. A lot of entertaining games. I will say, wild card weekend was a bit more exciting than last weekend. Uh, a couple of blowouts, but still exciting nonetheless. And I'm just gonna say, man, it's a little bittersweet. Uh, you know, we've we've watched a lot of football, but I'm excited to dive into these championship games with you. And uh, I think there's a lot to unpack here. Definitely. Um, so uh, without further ado, let's uh, let's get after it. Yes, let's. And shall we start in the AFC? Let's start. Well, I mean, it would make more sense to start with the early game on Sunday, three ten Eastern. Um, we got the Tennessee Titans visiting Arrowhead Stadium to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are a seven point favorite. Seven um, and a half for me. Seven and a half for you. Seven for me. Uh, minus three fifty on the money line. Very interesting. Without trying to give away too much, both of these uh, conference championship games. Offer an underdog that is getting at least a touchdown, which I th- which I find very interesting. But to stay in the AFC, we saw the Tennessee Titans kind of shock the world last week and um, take the or uh, beat the Baltimore Ravens, something that hardly any team could do for the longest time. 
in Baltimore in the playoffs, uh, shut Lamar Jackson down. So I do want to say on that note, I'm kind of rambling here, but um, even as much as a quote-unquote Lamar hater, I guess you can say that I've been, you can't put the whole weight of that game on Lamar's shoulders. He played a pretty bad game. I would say it's a mediocre game. I wouldn't put the whole game on his shoulders, obviously, and the guy's had an incredible year. You can't really take that away from him. Um, the playoff performances have obviously not been up to par, but I'm sure he'll have plenty of opportunity to uh, to redeem himself in the near future. He's, he's the well-deserved MVP, I think. It's it's a regular season award. I think, I mean, you and I both were kind of on the Russell Wilson train. I think you still can kind of make a compelling argument for him to be the regular season MVP, but when it comes to consistency and week-to-week, and what yeah. the Ravens were able to do this this year, I, uh, I think it's awesome because I remember – um, I think we all, n- n- no one that we knew were huge Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, guys. I had him as the fourth QB. I liked him more than Josh Allen, but it was, you know, much a, a much bigger fan of Darnold, Rosen, and, and Mayfield. And uh, I think it's, I think you just, we've talked about it from week to week, but now that the, their season's over, I think it's just pretty kind of awesome in retrospect what the Ravens uh, did. And I'm really kind of curious and excited to see what they're going to look like next year and, and what Lamar is going to look like next year. Greg Roman is, is still going to be retained, obviously. He didn't get a head coaching job, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of surprising. And and uh, and then on the, on the Titans side of things, man, um, I mean, I was telling you the other day, this is kind of reminding me of the, the Eagles when they made their run with Nick Foles, not really stylistically, but in the fact that you have, uh, you know, backup quarterback technically and Ryan Tannehill coming in and, and kind of saving their season and just them playing that underdog role. I remember, you know, I was going, I was picking against the Eagles in all of those games. I had the Falcons. Um, uh, I had, uh, I forget who they played, but it doesn't really matter. Um, this, this Titans team is definitely playing with, they're playing in that underdog role. And they've been able to win with, uh, with Derrick Henry, really. I think in the New England game, they, they ran by running the ball. They won by running the, running the ball. Uh, in the Baltimore game, they were able to build that lead with the Johnny Smith touchdown and that deep touchdown to Weems, I believe. But Tannehill still, through in both of their wins, has not been a prolific passer. They've been winning with Derrick Henry. Um, and I guess to, to get into the to this to this game a little bit more, uh, I think that in order to beat this Chiefs team, you're going to be need to be able to to just you know score vertically um, because I think as we saw last week to kind of go into that Houston Kansas City game. Uh, Kansas City can can score points at will. They were down twenty four nothing, as as you know, I'm sure all of you know who were listening. And this this offense proves to be explosive. Patrick Mahomes, despite you know this being his his second year or second year starting in the league, he still has incredible poise. And and Andy Reid is is calling a good game plan. And then this defense, on the other hand, uh, is after you know I, I can't really even give it to them. They they had the 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 busted coverage on the Kenny Stills touchdown and then the block punt, which led to the touchdown. But still, they were able to contain Deshaun Watson, I think, for the most part. And I'm not sure if Chris Jones, Lee, do you know if Chris Jones will be back? I don't. I, th- I think I think he will be, but I don't know. I, I heard something about him possibly uh, not being in, but I heard more things about him I, playing. You, if you were a betting guy, you'd have to say that he's going to play, and, and I think that would be huge. Yeah. Um, that, he's probably the best player on defense, and, and you know what he's able to do in the, in the center of that. That front seven, and especially against the run, and, and you know going up against Derrick Henry, I think is going to be huge. Um, we've kind of been quasi breaking this down and, and going at the games last week. I guess you know I the Chiefs and the Niners were I I I was chalk this whole playoff preview. I thought we were going to have the Chiefs Ravens AFC Championship, and I thought we were going to have the Saints Niners NFC Championship. Um, and you know two, shocker, shocker, exactly. Tommy <laughs> Chalk. Two of those teams remain. And uh, as a little to spoil my, my picks for both these games, I'm leaning uh, in both of the home favorites. 
seven and a half is, is a lot of points for, for either of these teams. But I think as we saw last week, this Chiefs team is dynamic as heck on offense. Um, I think what happened last week in terms of them going down, like it was a perfect storm. I don't think we're going to see that again. And, and ultimately, I don't trust Ryan Tannehill to outduel Patrick Mahomes through the air or at least establish a lead with Tennessee where they can chew clock and, uh, you know, make this more of a low-scoring game and, and really control the game with Derrick Henry. Yeah. And, and as great as Derrick Henry's been, I mean, until I – he you got to think at some point he's just going to slow down a little bit, if you know, and have, you know, like an 80 to maybe 120-yard game instead of a 160-yard game with – It's still win doing that. No, you're definitely right. I'm just saying from like a human body, the, the type there he's getting, you know, I think I heard some stat he had, he's had 90 carries in the past two games. It's just like mm-hmm. insane how much, you know, usage he's getting. It's not much new to him, man. I mean, you're right. I don't know. I, 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 I get where your head is at, but I don't like hearing you say, I can't see this or that happening, dude. This Tennessee Titans team went into Foxborough and beat a laboring Patriots team and then had haters after that. More uh, Everyone, this is what I was talking about with John, my buddy who's a Titans fan, before the game. And this is why I ultimately bet on the Titans on the spread, is because I said 10 points was too much. And all the talk uh, after the Titans beat the Patriots was about how the Patriots are. The Patriots are over. Oh, this is a laboring Patriots team, da 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 Tom Brady, what's going to happen with that? Then everyone's talking about Lamar the next week. Well, they're not going to be able to beat Baltimore because Lamar, this is the best team in the NFL all year. They're at home. How can this happen? They're wearing the black uniforms. There's no way they can lose. Well, they went in there, and, and not only did they win that game, they embarrassed the Baltimore Ravens, and, and, and they did it in a way that everyone, most people expected Baltimore to embarrass them. Now they're going to Arrowhead to play a Kansas City Chiefs team that went down 24-0. No, no matter which way you want to slice it up, they went down 24-0 at home in their first playoff game. Uh, so I, I just, obviously my preseason prediction to win the Super Bowl was the Chiefs. I'm not going to go against what I've been saying all year. I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win this game. Seven points is disrespectful. It's absolutely disrespectful to the Tennessee Titans. I understand the Chiefs are probably a better football team on paper, but this Tennessee Titans team is the team of destiny this year. There's no doubt about it. They're playing the underdog role perfectly. I think they match up very well against Kansas City. A lot of people forget this is the very game with these two teams at Arrowhead that, that, that the Tennessee Titans and Ryan Tannehill started their magnificent run on. And since then, they've lost two games. One of them was to Houston, the Houston Texans by a touchdown, and the other one was the New Orleans Saints by 10. And they won seven games or six games. So I, I, I think that, like I said, I'm picking the Chiefs at home. I think this is Andy Reid's year to take advantage of, of kind of the, the, the Patriots falling. And, but I'm not going to undermine the Titans and say that, this is, you know, I can't see them winning this game. I can absolutely see the Titans continuing, this train continuing to roll. And I'm really looking forward to watching this game and seeing how these two teams come out schematically because I think it's going to be a really fun matchup to watch. And I'm not going to be betting on this game because I really, truly think either team can win. This is, But I, I think seven points is, is, is far too many. Um, but that's kind of just where my head is at there. I'm really, like I said, really looking forward. I think these are two really good teams. But this, dude, with how hot the Titans are, it's like I can't. No, I can't even say anything bad about them. Right you're now. right, and I and I should, um, I guess to to know, you're you're right. I shouldn't be saying I can't see you know X situation happening, and and you know that really only kind of took place last week with Baltimore. But to be fair, Tennessee was was the first team this year to make Lamar Jackson throw down the sideline, throw vertically down the field, and not like it was all on Lamar as we were saying, but. He just wasn't as crisp and as accurate as he was, you know, during the course of the year. And 
we kind of saw the the perfect defensive game plan from Tennessee, which albeit is impressive. The only reason I guess that I'm leaning Chiefs this hard is because where it's the opposite dynamic with the Chiefs and just slowing down their vertical of passing attack. I think with a secondary that isn't bad by any means, but I think is is you know not really an elite unit. I think that the Chiefs clearly have the advantage there with Kelsey, uh, you know Hill, Hardman, the, the list goes on, and and really Mahomes. So they have so many weapons on offense. I just I think that's really the difference between the Ravens and the Chiefs that the the Chiefs can play from behind. The Ravens really can't. They can't really you know establish a game plan. But that being said, Lee, I think your kind of caution against my uh, you know blind faith in in a sense to to, to to picking against the Titans is, is definitely the right way to lean. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm picking the Chiefs. I think if I had to bet, I probably would take the points with them, but I, I don't, I'm not going to touch it at all. Um, yeah. I, I might play the Titans. Absol- yeah. I absolutely might play the Titans. Well, the, f- the fact that it's seven and a half now, I think is like yeah. kind of where you're seeing what I'm saying, where it's like the Titans either it's, you know, it's, it's a two possession game pretty much. So the only thing is, is that the Chiefs, man, I, they, they, I got to give them credit about, I did not think I had the teaser with Houston. Like, I had Houston plus sixteen and a half, which was just brutal. Like, they go up twenty four nothing, and you obviously don't want to count your eggs before they hatch. But you're thinking, okay, I've got forty yeah. and a half to nothing right now. Yeah. Like, I'm in great shape. I don't. I, I feel great about this. Yeah. I'm going to win this bet, right? And then you, you, you know, you whatever. Well, you see what that. You see what happens. I, I do want to say as the final point on this game is we saw the Chiefs play the Texans last week. Two very similar teams, I think. We were both talking all year long on this podcast about very uh, kind of de- unreliable defenses. You know, you, a lot of uh, broken arm tackles led up by these defenses. A lot of deep passes led up by these defenses. Not very secure defenses. The Chiefs played really good football as, as, a, as a defensive unit in the second half. And Steve Spagnuolo is showing his stripes oh, as, as a veteran I, defensive he, coordinator. Even as I said earlier, like, they had the Kenny Stills touchdown, and then they had the block. You know, they had the special teams, the, mm-hmm. the block punt. They're, they didn't really play that. They didn't The, the way no. they played in the first half didn't indicate them no. giving up 24 points. Not at all. And, um, and, and, and guys are, are – with Kansas City, guys are stepping up. And I know definitely. namely Tyran Matthews, a guy yeah. who – Obviously, a stud most of his NFL career. Past few years, has had some injury issues and has been solid, but he, he's more lauded for his veteran presence, really, than the impact he makes on the field, at least recently. I, w- I think that's fair to say. Not that he's bad. He's still a really good player, but it's not like he's playing l- to, to make a cheap kind of... Like, he's not like going to be like a 90 overall in Madden anymore. Yeah. He's going to be like an 82. You know what I mean? He's not he's playing at, at like an 85, he, 86 level. I'm now. saying right now he's playing at yeah. a 90 level. Yeah, right yeah, right no, now no, he's sure. back in the, that prime Tyran Matthew, which I love yeah. to see. Um, so that's going to be big for them. But, yeah, I, I'm taking the Chiefs. But okay. this Me is too. Yeah, this is going to be a great game. I, I, I'm really hoping for the Chiefs-Niners uh, you know, Super Bowl. Before we move on to the game, do you want to do a quick referendum on the, uh, the Texans real quick and Bill O'Brien and kind of, you know – just what your yeah. thoughts on the state of their franchise going into this offseason? Not uh, a lot of draft capital. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't know I, what to say. Would you think, would you fire Bill O'Brien? Like, you know, I think we've all. I would and, have before I watched the interview with Deshaun Watson saying that he doesn't, he wouldn't want him to get fired. I wouldn't want to, like, I, would, I wouldn't run my franchise through Deshaun Watson, but there's no way but, I'm firing Bill O'Brien without having a conversation with Deshaun definitely. Watson first. But to there's be fair, don't no you way. think like a public interview might be, you know, him being political. And, yeah, absolutely. You know. Absol- that's absolutely possible. I would fire Bill. I told you after the game I would fire Bill yeah. O'Brien. I'm not a Bill O'Brien fan. I think the whole thing, he's kind of racketeered like the GM job now too. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I guess, well, I guess we're just going to do this now because it worked for, like, somewhat. Do you, 
you think uh, McDaniel's or Bianami would be? I mean, obviously McDaniel's is kind of, would be kind of weird for him to replace O'Brien yeah. and be kind of you know taking the Patriots yeah. OC. I, I don't know what's up with Bianami, man. I mean, I hate. I don't want to get racial on the podcast, and I and I and I know. I mean, it's it's a real shame. It's just a yeah, shame that this is a guy who has proven himself. It's like the guy must be wearing like a clown mask in the interviews. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. He's proven himself to be an extremely proficient play caller. Andy Reid, one of the best coaches in the history of football, has been working with this guy for years upon years, and is saying that he's. You know, a, a, a model citizen to be a coach, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. The guy's he's going to get a job yeah, at some point. It's a matter of when. Um, I don't know how I feel just plugging him into that Texans job. Yeah. Part of me thinks like, yeah, probably would work better because I think Bill O'Brien is just he's just one of these guys that when it's working, it's working well. But when it's not, it seems to be it's almost like a veer feel where you're just ramming your head into the same wall over and over again, and it's not working. And yeah. so. I would probably fire Bill O'Brien from my armchair, you know, analysis. But yeah, at the same right. time, you got outed by, you know, Kansas City and they a were team up 25. that. I mean, yeah. the whole way that the momentum shifted in that game, even though we kind of knew it was going to happen at some point that Kansas City was going to make a push, yeah. for them to just totally die and get scored, whatever it was, forty-one yeah. to seven, outscored forty. Kansas City on a bit of a, of, a, of a revenge tour. You know, Houston beat them in the regular season, yeah. and now they got the, another AFC South foe who beat them in the regular yeah. season. Um, but let's move on. Um, yeah, yeah. We got a movie to catch, you know, in, in a half hour or so. So let's let's get let's get rolling here. Um, the Green Bay Packers are making. I, I I'm sad announcing this yeah, is man. that the Green Bay Packers are going to be traveling to San Francisco, another rematch, another regular season rematch to play the 49ers. Who I think it's fair to say the 49ers have very quickly taken the spot of the Ravens as the NFL media and NFL fans, and deservedly so, I will say. Um, just like the, the 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 favorite to kind of win the Super Bowl, or at yeah. the very least, I mean, I think the Chiefs are the favorite. The, the, but but the, the the Niners are the best team in the NFL right now. Like the Chiefs aren't doing anything differently, is what I'm like. The Niners have been. I I the, disagree. I mean, I think the Niners. I mean, as we, we can get into it, I guess we'll we'll start right now. But as we saw last week, they don't need Jimmy G to. This is kind of what they've done all year. They've played defense. They've been able to get pressure on the quarterback. Their secondary has played. This well. is why I'm saying they're the best team in the NFL. It's because they're the most well-rounded yeah. and coaching-wise, every all things considered, yeah. they've had the most splash this year outside of the Ravens. And when the Ravens quickly died in the playoffs, it, it became kind of the 49ers. As everyone knows what the Chiefs are. Everyone's seen the Chiefs. It's like you can call them the Super Bowl favorite, but but the hottest team right now is is. San Francisco, outside of, I guess, Tennessee, but I'm saying, like, with, yeah. from the regular season into the playoffs. Like, this is a team that's been doing it all year. Um, and I, they beat Green Bay by, what, 30 in the regular season, yeah, like, complete, six weeks ago. I mean, I'll look it up real quick. Yeah, whatever it was. Week so 10, I believe. This is a spot where, man, I've disrespected the 49ers all year. I disrespected them in the preseason. I was one of those guys who was saying that I'm not – I've always liked Kyle Shanahan, but I was not in on the Jimmy G – uh, experiment. I thought that it was weird, some of the signings they were making. I thought they spent too much of their draft capital on the defensive line. And I was completely proven wrong this year. Um, and you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay ignorant. I'm going to stay emotional. And I'm going to pick the Green Bay Packers to win this wow. game. Um, I thought that Seattle was going to beat Green Bay. I wasn't dead sold confident on it. But I thought Seattle was going to go in there and we were going to get the divisional rematch. And Green Bay, man, I think that this is a team that has done a great job of pacing themselves throughout the year. And you can look at the head-scratching losses, um, you know, the blowout to San Francisco or the loss to the Chargers, and you can kind of be like, what the hell happened there? 
But I just think this is a team that has been waiting for this moment all year. We don't know how much. I think, I'll say it right now, if Rodgers wins a Super Bowl, he's out. He's retiring, dude. I don't think that there's that much time left on the, in the Rodgers in Rogers' career, this is Lafleur's first year. They got a lot of buzz going. Oh man! Yeah, I, I just think that this is going to be a much closer game than people think. And I think you you said it yourself, man. The 49ers don't need Garoppolo to win. I think the 49ers are going to play a really good game. But I think this time around, Green Bay is going to match that. And I think we're oh, going to see. I think we're going to get a 24-24 game in the fourth quarter. And I'm taking Rogers over Garoppolo in that situation. In the in the, with the against the very team that passed up on him with the number one pick in the very uh, you know neighboring area ago. that he grew up in, he's gonna get that revenge to get that to get into that second Super Bowl, and we're gonna see that Super Bowl one rematch of the Kansas State City Farm battle? the Kansas City yeah, the, the State Dumbin. Farm battle the the I like Super Bowl one rematch yeah, better. No, no, but no, you're right. I mean the uh, the Chiefs and Packers, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I I disagree with a lot of that, man. Um, you know, obviously, I've been I've been kind of the, the 49ers believer of this group, but it even kind of it kind of goes. It's more on the Packers, man. Like, yeah, I was with you, man. I I thought Seattle was going to win that game too, and I think they very well. I mean, they were in a position to win the game. They punted on that fourth down, and then the, they're arguably were uh, Jimmy Graham was short on the third down conversion. I think Green Bay has done what they've done, you know, for the majority of the year. Both of those teams were. Were, you know, we called them fraudulent, but they were a team that I forget. They both had crazy records in one possession games. I think Seattle was 14 and 2 in green, uh, or not 14 and 2, or maybe it was 14 and 2. I, I, I can't, I don't know. They were like 13 and 2. It was some crazy stat. Yeah. Now, uh, and, and both of these teams were one possession games. The Packers, they've been doing the same thing all year where they have great, well, uh, Matt LaFleur, their game script for the first, you know, half or first quarter. They, they get out to a nice lead. They're playing really good to, to start it, but ultimately, I just think they're kind of one-dimensional. Aaron Rodgers isn't an elite quarterback anymore. I don't think. I think. He's, oh, that's blasphemous. I think he's. I think he's absolutely I think blasphemous. He's, I think he's very good, but compared to Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, um, I, I mean, he's I, a different player, man. You'll see. He like, doesn't have the mobility. But I'm just saying, in terms right of, when you think that, right when you're saying stuff like this, you'll see on Sunday why he's elite. Like he'll remind he, you at the very okay. time that you're saying right now. Like he's Green Bay and San Francisco have had a kind of similar formula all year. Like, dude, but dude, let me let me let me continue because San Francisco's defense is much better than Green Bay's. I think you wouldn't you wouldn't be saying that week seven or whatever. Like Penton's done a really good job with that defense, and their defense is pretty good. Dude, like, I mean, I, I, did, did Seattle like very well should have. You can make an argument should have won that game last week, dude. They, you can say that about any game that's no, close, no, Tommy. I'm, you can say that about any game. I'm just saying, close. and what we've seen with San Francisco last week when they played a Minnesota team that I guess Green Bay you, twice. I mean, it's kind of on on a similar scale, and if Green Bay was playing. A, I mean, you'd be picking Minnesota if this was if this the NFC Championship was Green Bay Minnesota, or if they played in the playoffs, you'd be picking. Yeah, Minnesota that's a hypothetical or... that is not a non sequitur. Like, yeah, if Minnesota beat the 49ers, saying, I'd probably be picking them because I, I just, picked them to go to the Super Bowl before the year, which kind of like has it's a non point. I'm what I'm trying to say is, you're, dude, you're you're yes, they have a better quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, but they, the 49ers have a better defense and a better coach, I think, and I don't think you disagree with that. So I'm just uh, I, yeah, I, yeah, but that's not that, that's why I call you Tommy Chalk because just because they have a better coach and a better defense doesn't mean it's like that plus that equals they will win. I think there I'm are other factors. Why do you think the Packers there are other fa- 
Dude, because it's the NFC Championship and there's two teams left in the conference and, what, and one of them has Aaron Rodgers And they were outplayed last week by Seattle. I, I don't think they were outplayed. I don't think they were outplayed. I think it was a close Devontae football had, game. Literally just it was Devontae Adams and Seattle couldn't guard him. He's going to be playing on Sunday. I like, I don't, saying, I, I don't know San what Francisco, point that is. Like, San, what's your like point? San Francisco is just going to be, has the personnel to neutralize They abs- They absolutely could. And That's why we have a, like, dude, they can win the game. I'm not saying, like, I'm not going to, I'm not coming on the podcast saying, saying, saying I put my $100 on Green Bay Money line, dude. This is gonna happen. I'm because saying the only the only reason we're having this conversation is because I said you kind of just made a gut, uh, you know, just like well, they got Aaron Rodgers, uh, like the, the Packers. I don't think I'm, San Francisco I'm, I'm is, to... is clearly a better football team from top to bottom. They both went 13 and three. They were the number one and number two teams in the conference. Like obviously, they played in the regular season and San Francisco manhandled them. That happened. Do I think that, like, look at the history of the NFL, how many times teams have played twice, and the first time they got blown that. out, and the second time they win. It that. happens. What I'm saying right now is is that it's the NFC Championship, it's extenuating circumstances, and Aaron Rodgers, I'm saying his window is closing. There's not that much. This is a Green Bay team that. that I think I've disrespected all year. All of us have disrespected all year. And I had the win in the NFC North, I mean... And I still think they, they... But I'm saying throughout the season, you called them fraud, fraudulent yeah, from time to time to time to time. So I just think this is... It's one game to prove that you're not fraudulent. And, and I think that they can very well do that. I think, like I said, my, my thought process on this game is that it's going to be 24-24 or 27-24. Someone's going to be winning in the fourth quarter. It's going to be a one-score, one-possession game. And... We're going to see Green Bay kind of turn it on, something they kind of haven't done all year. We're going to see Rodgers kind of turn it on in the fourth quarter and really test San Francisco's defense Here, and then give Jimmy G the ball back down four with, you know, three minutes left, and we'll see if, if they, they can orchestrate. If Green Bay has scored 24 points by the fourth quarter, I just I, that's, I just don't see the game like that. I just see San Francisco's defense being able to do what Seattle's defense could never do because Seattle just – doesn't have San Francisco defense is the best defense in the NFL, I think, right now. And after seeing what they did against Minnesota, where they completely dominated Minnesota from the snap of the football with their quarterback being completely irrelevant, they literally just ran the ball. They shut down Dalvin Cook. Aaron Jones is going to get shut down by this defense, I think, too. And then you have Devontae Adams, and you can double team Devontae Adams and still be able to get constant pressure with D4 to Nick Bosa and with Quan Alexander back. I think that speaking of signings, we were talking about signings that you know with San Francisco that were kind of kind of disagreed with. We all kind of were like, oh, man, that's a lot of money for Quan Alexander, and he gets hurt a lot. And he got hurt this year, but... It was, was a bad... In, it kind of was a bad well, kind of was a bad signing, Fred, but... Fred what, Warner's been yeah, Fred an Warner's incredible a beast. player. Yeah, but it's like... Them. That's an even... They have Quan Alexander and Fred Warner. They have arguably... Dude, I know... Like, I know... I, they're, like, you can't... This is what it always comes to. This is, I'm glad we're doing this podcast because we're just letting it fly. <laughs> this is what it always comes to is you saying... It's like you're, like, giving me the... Re, they, I see the line... They're a seven and a half point favorite, yeah. bro. Like I understand that makes sense to me. Yeah. Like I, I probably would set it at six and a half because I because I think Green Bay has a chance to win the game more no, than other people. I mean, you're picking them like, to Yeah, but I I understand why the line is where it's at. Yeah. Like I get that. No, 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 I understand I, that San Francisco is a better team on paper. I understand that Shanahan's been a better coach all year. Like I get. I understand that, but that's not and how shit works. I'm just saying. That's not how the NFL the works. Minnesota. You like you picked Minnesota in that game. Yes. Like. When you're watching that game, what is going through your mind and to reference to San Francisco? San, San Francisco's got a stranglehold on this game. They're probably going to win. Like I, and, and, and I'm not super shocked, but I'm so, okay, like, wow. Right. I'm, I really this expect... Year, where would you rank Aaron Rodgers? I, I guess just like off top. You think he's... Like, who's better than I don't care what he's done this year. I give he's, He has the ball in the NFC Championship, and, and he knows he, his window's and he, closing. And he, played, like, he played very well against Seattle, but he didn't do anything that like 
They they Seattle was in that game the whole time. I think if they had a better play call on that third down where they took a sack and had oh, a punt, like yeah. they could have gone for it on fourth and one, and you know, if they're... if that happened, then yeah, that's like well, uh, that's more of a we we've complained about Seattle this whole year. If if Hollister game. made that yeah. touchdown, then the playoff seating would be different. Like I, if is not something I care about right now. What was going through your head when Minnesota beat New Orleans? Like. They shouldn't have won that game, right? Yeah. They were they were a, a, they were a seven and a half point dog, right? But that stuff like that happens though definitely. because it's the NFL. And like all I'm saying is I'm reminding you and our listeners that yeah, it, I'll eat my humble I'll eat my crow in my humble pie if San Francisco just dominates the game and wins by like eight or thirteen or whatever it is. Like yeah, that I can see that happening. But I'm just giving you the reasons why Green Bay is going to win, and I'm telling you why in a pick'em pool. I would pick Green Bay because I just see that happening. I see that happening. Yeah. So you know. So let's 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 do a gentleman's bet part two uh, on the on the spread seven and a half. Or we'll, what was we'll our do, last gentleman's we'll do bet? Seven. Tennessee uh, Baltimore first half. See, I'm, man, the, this is another thing. Tennessee Baltimore. We can play back the tape. I'm not yeah. saying you are. Your analysis is incredible. I love your analysis. <laughs> but, I'm just saying you shut the curtain on 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 underdogs like Definitely. too quickly. I think, and it's like yeah, you're right. And so you need to, to recognize like like I'm saying you you think San Francisco's going to win. I understand that. I get that. If you're watching this game with me, and it's been like a good kind of close game, San Francisco's been playing a little bit better, and it's 27-24 in the fourth quarter. Right, it's twenty like like I'm yeah. like my scenario, and Green Bay is getting the ball. Fifteen minutes left, so it's one. We're playing a one quarter game. They're down mm-hmm. three. Like that is a very realistic scenario, yeah. and you wouldn't be as confident that San Francisco would win the game if that was the scenario. I mean, yeah, no, I guess you're right. I just think that there has to be a reckoning point where Green Bay's shortcomings are going to bite them in the butt, or it's not, and they're going to go to the Super Bowl right now. And I think this is the te- this is the team that they they San Francisco matches up with them too well. Like, make Alan Lazard or Marcus Valdez-Scantling or Jimmy Graham, like, beat you. Because I feel like they can, they can neutralize Devontae Adams as well as any team can in the fact that they don't really need to blitz as much because they're going to be getting that pressure. And then they're – I mean, their defense, man, is just the best defense in the NFL right now. And I, like, mm-hmm. I just think – and, and if, if this was OG Aaron Rodgers, I still think that – and even when it was OG Aaron Rodgers, they lost a lot of these games where they were playing, you know, better teams. And – I think their defense is better. Their than defense it's been. is a lot better than it's been, and I just think you know I don't know. I mean, I, I'm arguing passionately about this, and I've kind of lost my like. I don't. I'm not that like sold on Green Bay. I'm just saying, I'm giving the other side of the argument. I guess. And, well, I, I would. So, sorry to interrupt you, but I guess what I was going to say is like I'm more confident in the Titans beating the Chiefs than Green Bay beating San Francisco. I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not just because I've. I think the Chiefs. The Chiefs have kind of just been my baby. In terms of like, like that's why I just think the Chiefs are chose this year. I think this is their year. Yeah. I just think this is your their year. And I, if you want to get deeper into it, like, because that's kind of like a lackluster explanation. It's just like, this is San Francisco's first year being good in a while. Like with Green Bay. This is not really Matt Lafleur's first year. Like I, this is. I'm saying like first year coach. This isn't like yeah. a wily veteran underdog. Like if it was Seattle, at quarterback they, it is. But I just at, at the most important position on the field it is. Yeah, for sure. But he has not 
He's not the old Aaron Rodgers. He's still a very good quarterback, and I don't want to slight Aaron Rodgers. But I'm, I'm not saying... saying he's the old Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have to be the old Aaron Rodgers for them to win this game. He just has to be Aaron Rodgers. I, guess I think he does. He's... That's possible, I guess. Yeah, he, I mean, he's, he could have a Jordan-esque performance, you know, and and I don't think he needs to have a Jordan-esque perf- like if a, if a Jordan-esque performance is like a comeback in the fourth quarter, then you're understating what a Jordan-esque performance is. Oh, I just I, think he okay, needs to. I just think it needs to be a, a close game in the fourth quarter, and he's going to deliver. Yeah. He's, he's been delivering in that situation his whole career for the most part. And I will. I guess we should wrap this up. My finishing thing, too, is you'll probably laugh at this, too, is the fact that San Francisco beat them the way they did in the regular season would worry me if I was a Niners fan. I'd be worried by the fact that that happened because it's just it's just an eerie feeling. I feel like it's like they may feel like they have the book on them a little bit and stuff is just think, different. Okay, I, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. My just my final position is I just don't think Green Bay is good enough to, to be in that situation where they can like they're when they when when they get lined up like I just think the 49ers just match up really well against them. Yeah, and you're I right. Just, give me give me the scores right now before you before we end it. Give me give me KC KC Tennessee uh, score. KC is a seven and a half point uh spread and the total right now is at fifty two and a half. Just give me the score, man. I know I'm just trying to see where, where Vegas has it so I can uh screw Vegas. Put my math brain. They have it at 30, 31 to 28, 22. That's the final score. Uh, I'm going to go Kansas City, 36, classic NFL street score. And I'm going to go the Titans, 17. Okay, wow. That's, that's kind of a drubbing. Yeah. <laughs> it's I a little bit because, of a drubbing. I mean, I, I, what Tennessee has been able to do, I talked about, you know, I talked about it earlier, is just they've been able to establish a lead and run the ball. And even get, the, if, get the other prediction. We got the, we got the analysis. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, hit that rewind button. Yeah. Come back here. Uh, San Francisco, Green Bay. It's the over forty six. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 20, 27, 27, 17 San Francisco. Okay. Or twenty seven. You know, 27, I, think, right. I think both of the spreads. I would. I would take them. Okay. I'm on the opposite side. I take the I take the dogs in both situations. I'll say thirty one twenty four. Kansas City wins. And I'll say 31-27, Green Bay wins. 27-24, Rodgers with the ball. 27-24, Rodgers with the ball. I would be scared if if Green Bay can score on – this is another thing that I'm not taking into consideration. If Green Bay's offense is pumping and they're scoring, like – they're, they, they're, that's how they're going to win the game. Yeah, you know, like, absolutely. Make Jimmy G have a drive on Green Bay's defense to, to you know, win the game. Mm-hmm. I just have a hard time seeing that. I think they have a clear advantage on defense and in coaching. Obviously, I thought New Orleans did too, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think San Francisco has been a little bit more consistent of the defense all year. Um, you know, maybe they have some issues with their coverage unit, but I don't think uh, that Green you don't, Bay... You, you, have, you don't have to... Like, you're not in... You've made a good point. You've made your points. You know, I've made mine. I just think, you know... It, this is the beautiful thing, man. We're ready for. We're both yeah. ready for kickoff. It's going to be exciting. I don't That's think it's going to be. I'll have the gentleman's bet with you, but like, I'm really excited to watch these games. I'm not like going to. I'm not going to be disappointed if San Francisco wins. I'm not. I'm not. This is the beautiful thing about not really having a horse in the race and not planning on betting really mm-hmm. either, because it's just like at this point, it, yeah. betting is just so hard. Unless you have a really strong feeling, mm-hmm. it's just like man, you can enjoy some good football, some competitive football, really yeah. high level. And these guys are playing for the glory, man. They're playing for to play in the Super Bowl. So I'm I'm just I'm stoked for it. And uh, I want to uh, I want to I'm gonna say Klepp is probably on your wagon. Klepp's probably got Chiefs Niners. 
because Klepp's hated the Packers all year. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb and say Klepp continues to brush off the uh, the Packers, probably for right reasons. Go with the Niners and uh, and, and 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 taking KC and Andy Reid. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, as long as much as I've been a 49ers fan this year, I would really like to see the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. I want to see Andy Reid win. Yeah, I do too, man. I'm just, and, and I would, and I, in as much as you know, I talk about the 49ers. If if we see a Chiefs, if we're previewing a Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl, I think the Chiefs are going to be probably, I'd say, a three and a half point favorite. Um, well, obviously, I think it depends on how the Green Bay game goes. And yeah. Kansas City blows out, but I would probably put it at three and a half. Um, or four, and, and I mean, I would, I think the Chiefs would be the inside. And if it's Green Bay, Tennessee, man, wow, that'd be crazy. That would be insane. That would just be crazy. That's that would like just like in, that's like some 2004 Madden. Yeah, Green Bay, Tennessee. When you're in like you're 12 years in the dynasty, it's 2016. All right, well, thank you for listening, and uh, probably do a Super Bowl preview, and then we'll be on the draft season. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're we have an off-season, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.